Commons are having some sort of uh, election this ah, yes. year. The commoners will be voting for... Ah. It affects me little, so I care not. I heard that the working class is trying to support uh, one of their own to become the president, but I heard he also owns three homes. Wow. More like one one-hundredth of the homes I own. Yes, I remember my third home. How old were you, Kelly? Uh, I believe I inherited it from my papa. Now, Kelly, I've always meant to ask you this. That nickname you go by, Kelly, what is it short for? Kelwood. Ah, yes, Kelwood. Mm-hmm. So regal. I remember Sir Kelwood of the Danish court, who he, you know, My had... My great-grandfather. Oh, yes, I suspected as such. What a delight for you, what a delight. Well, enough dilly-dallying, fellows. Shall we talk about today's piece of cinema? Welcome to Cinema Concertos and Items of Curiosity. A digital media recording regarding the finer things. Sh- t- uh, hello. <laughs> You've pointed at me as though I should speak, but I oh. have no words at you, this moment. You were to introduce yourself, young man. Ah, that's right. My name is Scottifer Kensington Carrionimus. Ah, Quite the fourth. <laughs> My apologies, I did not let you get your entire title out there. Uh, Esquire. <laughs> and who might you be? Ah, yes, my name is Martin. And I, as we've already That's gone right, over. Uh, ever since you began writing concertos and took on a moniker as a composer, mm. you've gone by just the single name, Martin. Well, you see, there, if I give out my last name, there are many who will... Or they look for me. You see, there's these there's these fanatics, you might say, who they come to my house and they attempt to break into my my chateau and they attempt to drag me out by my my bootstraps and attempt to make me write a song for them in the streets like a common animal. I don't believe that happens. <laughs> well, I, I buy it not. I am here to tell you it's quite true. I believe it's a fantasy of the mind. <laughs> Well, I do not partake in things such as you two do that would create such a fantasy for me, but... Are you referring to my... uh, Libations? (laughs) Yes, of course. (laughs) I I say, good man, you shall not insult me so. I I meant no disregard. I I just simply wanted to point out that I do not partake in such matters. Those libations were a gift. From the I'm south. trying to remember... Uh, let me pause, gentlemen, for a moment. I, for the life of me, cannot remember the name of... It is a libation from a cactus that... Ayahuasca. That is what I was trying to conjure from my mind, but it escaped me. Don't you need to not eat for weeks at end in order to take the full effects of that libation? Yes, I'm sure that's absolutely true. Weeks on end, you avoid nourishment. <laughs> Martin, you seem to know a lot about ayahuasca. For someone it's, who doesn't partake in libations, it's it's simply com- could it be these fanatics that come to your chateau? Oh, but they bring nothing to me. They bring nothing. I promise. They sure are dragging something from your bootstraps. <laughs> this week we are reviewing Citizen Kane, a 1941 American drama film by Orson Welles. The pre- and may I just pause to say for a moment, this is. Good cinema film. Oh, I could feel the celluloid burning on the on the. Yes, I could hear the reels about to burn every frame and the, the thrill of it every inside. Frame. It. 
This was Wells' first feature-length picture, and it was nominated for nine Academy Awards, but did not claim the top drawer of Best Picture. A travesty! A travesty the American public has yet to rectify. I say, my good man, in your excitement, your... the... I can't quite think of an eloquent what? way to say this, but you're peeking, my good man. Oh, my apologies, sir. I, I simply have, I have much enthusiasm, such passion, such yes. vigor you have. Enthusiasm for the the art of cinema. Ah, I cannot help myself. This this film it tells the story of Charles Foster Kane, a young orphan boy raised to become a nice wealthy newspaper man who eventually buys many other things including a few marriages. Ah, we meet the cane at the end of his life at the beginning of the film. He says the word Rosebud, leading to an investigation to find out exactly what Rosebud is. What does it mean? Yes, yes. What did that Rosebud mean? Well, we were sure to find out by the end of that film. No? Certainly we thought we were, but well, I was lost on me entirely what the point of this film was. They set it up, and with the mighty hammer of cinema, they knocked it down. Using only two digits. Four by three. <laughs> ah, the finest, the finest way to, to project a film onto a, a plane. So much better than 16 by nine. Oh, the peasant's bring, dimensions. Bring me my vomit bucket, please. <laughs> yes, sir. Post haste, ah, I shall. Don't, don't get on mic, please. Bring me the vomit bucket. Back to the mixing board I go, sir. I, I said get back to the mixing board and don't speak. <laughs> ah, yes. We meet Cain as an orphan, raised by a wealthy man who had early ideas to do well by the common man, but eventually became what he despised most, apparently, a cruel, greedy, rich man. Who would, who would feel such a way? The rich are bountiful. They give. That's what they do. If you ask me, this is a movie about a man's rise to greatness and achieving the things everyone wants most in life, to be left alone and live in your weird cavernous house with your girlfriend? Wife? wife? I, I think wife at wife? that point. She's yes. doing puzzles and you love it. You love to come up upon her and simply comment on the puzzle that she's doing and say, and ah. you walk away for two, three weeks. <laughs> you, you scream at her from across the hall when you're barely audible. Four years of that. Yes. We love yes. it. Wow, we love it. And then on to the next one. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Kelly, you've had how many wives? Oh, I'm on my sixth, I think. I've lost count, to be honest. Ah, yes. I remember your fourth wife. She was, she was quite hunchy, as they say. <laughs> Dear God, man, that's... A rude... I, I, we're trying to have a civil podcast here. That is my wife. Ex-wife? My wife, nonetheless. Are you denying that she had a hunchback? That's neither here nor there. <laughs> it's between this and the thing of you being dragged out of your house by fans, just a clear... It's made up. She happens to You're press going play on this audio man. media recording. Oh, my apologies. We can cut it out. We can cut it out in post-production, of course. <laughs> I say, I do hope that you edit this out. Your intern, that little knave, pod, he... His, his name is Newt. You can call Podrick. him by his name. <laughs> Podrick Newt. Podrick, Podrick, the little engineer. He, he edits out things. Nary, he edits them out. <laughs> 
Uh, he, I tell him not to cut things out. I, I think it's more natural for the audience, of course, to enjoy all of the interworkings of a show like this. A cancellation will be put upon me. <laughs> well, gentlemen, shall we discuss Citizen Kane further? Always keeping us on track, Martin. I, I, I do. I appreciate That's, about you. Like a my... true engineer of the train. <laughs> Choo-choo, getting back on the tracks We lo- Our favorite mode of transportation, the locomotive. We take it everywhere. Of course. None of the commoners can afford the tickets for that. Ah, yes. I, recently I was on a train trip, and, and while there, there was, a, there was a bit of trouble, I would say, with one of the passengers. There was trouble on your train trip? Yes, there was trouble. One of the passengers was, you see, murdered in his sleep, they <gasps> say. Yes. What expressway were you on? Do well, say. Of course. And I put was... it in the most vague racist terms you can. I was on the Orient Express, of course. (laughs) Yes, it turns out that all of the other passengers had murdered the man together. Well, well, well. I overheard... Spoiler alert! (laughs) (laughs) I overheard this from my friend Hercule Poirot. This is the loudest episode of the podding cast we've ever done, I do declare. (laughs) It's almost like we'll need multiple hard limiters on this episode (laughs) in order to such details are for Poddington to worry about. Of course, he shall handle it post-haste. Of Poddington course. 2. The framing device of the newspaper trying to find out what this last word meant. Genius, genius, <laughs> genius. To quote another film that is genius. <laughs> ah, One yes. Mr. Monsieur Deeds. Deeds. <laughs> Before he went to Washington, he was simply Deedsy. And oh, he was quite the genius. Ah, what I also wanted to know. So there's the reveal that Rosebud is this childhood sled of his and that it's somehow he's sad about this at the end of the film. I thought, with the beginning of the film, when we meet Citizen Kane, he's, the sled is in his hands when we meet him as a child. Why won't anyone just read the name of the sled when they're there? You could solve the puzzle now. Wait, what? you're saying in the flashback of it? Why <laughs> didn't the guy look down and be like, I must remember this for later? Is that... Your your premise, my good man? So you're saying when the investigator... You're asking the investigator to break the fourth wall? Was he not simply looking into the memories of these people, like in the Harry Potter films? No, it was a conversation that he was having with the people, and then they dramatized it. Oh! You think that those people, they would have been referencing the sled, like, and he would have been... Oh, what word was Rosebud on the sled? Well, what, what, what I would have asked, of was course. Was Rosebud on the house? Was <laughs> Rosebud on his mom's shirt? My first thought is simply, what brand is the sled? You say he's riding a sled outside. Okay, is it a radio flyer? They say, the person telling the story was like, while they were having that conversation in the house. He was riding a brand of sled. <laughs> he was riding a sled outside, and of course I I took it upon myself to call out to the young child, and he cried, the union forever. Boy, the union forever. boy, yes. what sled is it? <laughs> Why, it's a rosebud brand, sir. And his father, did he have any words tattooed on his knuckles? <laughs> it had hate. Something that... My- <laughs> and Ozzy. <laughs> of course. Ah, yes. Ah. <sighs> This movie has a wonderful sense of humor. I do say. Go on. They keep saying in the film that having money isn't everything, and I don't, I simply don't understand it. 
these are just a few thoughts I had about the film. I'm torn on the thematics. Because I enjoy money. Yes. But I don't want others to know I enjoy money. So true. And it seems like Cain like, enjoyed the money as well, you would say. I'd like my class to be exclusive. <laughs> It seems as though he never really does anything with the money for himself. Like, you never see him... He had a huge fireplace at the end of this film. That's true, but you never see him next to the fireplace. I have a room that's every wall is a fireplace. And I sit in there in just a pair of Hanes tighty whities And I enjoy it so... Cain, on the other hand, he has all this money and he's, he seems miserable the entire time. Yes. Which I guess brings me to my main criticism about the film, which ah. is ah, several characters, like, three or four times <laughs> just say what Cain's whole deal is. What do you mean by deal, good boy? I don't understand this deal colloquialism they you're sort using. sort of beat you over the head with it, I do, oh, to I don't use such a blunt term of expression. With an object? Yes, if that object were just, again, explaining Kane's whole deal. <laughs> don't understand what deal is, but you I'll allow it. You don't want love, Mr. Kane. You, uh, uh, you just want... Mo- it's just they, it's, <sighs> they just yell his motive. It's, it feels like a term known as exposition. Ah, oh, yes, exposition. Invented by... Many filmmakers in the early 1900s, they use exposition to give you information about the story. Yep. <laughs> That's all Indeed. I have to say. Yes. Indeed. Indeed. That that brings me to, to thinking about how 45 minutes or so of this film is totally related to Kane's second marriage and how he seems to resent this woman for her lack of talent or ambition. Like, he seems to push her into being ambitious and ruins her life, almost as if... She talks like Harley Quinn, I say. <laughs> she does talk like, hey, Mr. J. Hey, Mr. J. Oh, I grated my throat to do a to do a voice such as Mula beneath me. Natural for me. No, it didn't. No. <laughs> you do love your I New York. I was pretty ready with that. You do love to reason. do characters on this show. I always forget about your character I work. Should, look, I shall do one of my most famous characters. Hey, I'm poor Larry. <laughs> poor, poor Larry, why are you here again? Uh, I I took out a payday loan. I can't buy my kids shows. Isn't, Larry. Does, I say, doesn't that make you laugh so? <laughs> oh, 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 oh. Did you have a question for poor Larry? Poor Larry. I, yeah, what, <laughs> what do you want? Allow me to explain trickle-down economics to you once more. Oh, please, more. won't you, Mr. Rich Guy, explain it to me good. I have all the money. And you get some of it. Yeah, I know. Not enough to feed me families. That's not my problem. He said me family like a common man. I gagged. (laughs) I I did audibly. (sighs) What a beloved (laughs) character. On Epstein's Island, this bit kills, I say. (laughs) I'm I'm not touching that at all. I would not. What? What? What did I say? What? Nothing. Who's the big deal? Who's Epstein? Who is this Epstein character you keep talking about? What? I know nothing of the sort. Um, moving on. Uh, yes. I suppose we should rate the film. Are we ready to rate the film, gentlemen? I say no. Such no. a rich film, we've barely touched upon the topic. All right. Well, I, I'm sorry for jumping the gun. It is, it is usually my role is jumping the gun, as they say. It seems like you're just Please more thinking about doing how you talk than... <laughs> Than reviewing this damn thing. Scott, as soon if I may, please continue talking about the film. 
I will. So, <laughs> Citizen Kane, first of all, what's up with that title? <laughs> well, I think he was a... First he was of a, all, what is the deal with the title? Citizen Kane? He's not a citizen, and he's not a Kane. <laughs> well, you see, his, his last name was Kane, Scott. You must have missed the finer details of the film. And he is, I suppose, an American citizen. Well, I think it's that Indeed. he wanted to simply be a citizen. Was he running for governor or president? President at the end of the film. He was running for president of the United States. It was... They, many people say that this film is sort of reminiscent of William Randolph Hearst and of the man named Pulitzer, I believe, Hurts, as well. Don't it? <laughs> Get out of here, poor guy, Larry. I'm not sure I follow. So, William Randolph Hearst, he owned many newspapers, and Kane was based sort of on that person as if he were a character by Mr. Oh, Orson Welles, the filmmaker. A lifetime film. <laughs> Based on a true story. It was based on a true story, just like many of Lifetime's fine pictures. Can we talk about Lifetime films for a second? I have recently watched quite some good Lifetime films. and Oh, yes. <clears throat> list, list the titles, List please. them all. <laughs> all right. Won't you? I watched Marriage and Simplicity. That was quite delightful. I watched, uh, well, a deadly adoption, of course, one of the best. And I watched um, A Murder to a Habit. That was about nuns killing each other. And, of course, I watched... Oh, Ransom. Ransom something. Ransom I, 2, I think it was. I thought this would be one of your, your signature gags, Martin. What, what, what's gag? Uh, of saying you've watched something, hmm. and then not having watched it. No, I definitely watch Lifetime films regularly. Why would I ever say such a thing one if I didn't actually do it? signature lies, if I may. No, I do not lie. Well, how did you acquire so much wealth, then? <laughs> Yeah, well, gentlemen. Lord knows I lied. I was born into it, I hate to tell you. <laughs> Old money. It was like West Egg. Well, you know, I pulled myself up by my bootstraps, but those bootstraps were made of hundreds of millions of dollars of my parents' wealth. Of daddy's leg hairs. <laughs> yes, he, his, shaving, his shavings of his legs were dollar bills to my eyes. Citizen Kane. Yes. So he buys a newspaper company and he says, I will be honest. And then XYZ happens. No longer honest about it's, it. He, you know, he becomes, he, there's many moral challenges that I think he comes across. And he fails each of them, as it turns out. It's also weird that we don't see him from like age seven to age like 20, whatever. When, when a movie that's ostensibly, I would say, about how he missed his teenage years doesn't show any of those teenage years. It is a little odd in hindsight. But it was good. Orson Welles, ah, I commend him for his acting. What what other Orson Welles films have you seen, gentlemen? Directing or acting? Are you... I feel like this is a Orson... weird swipe at my uh, level of culturedness. No, no, no. I'm just curious. Kelly? Orson Welles... More like Orson Greats. <laughs> I'll leave it at that. Quite good. Quite good as always. I've seen every single <laughs> The Magnificent one Ambersons. Of Orson Welms films. Welms films. <laughs> I've seen them all. F for fake. <laughs> the what? The third man. I'm listing films of his. Yes, that you I agree. Seen. Yes, I completely. I guess. Yes, of course. I'm right there with you. See, you. Seen those? You've passed my test. I've watched that. Ah, true. And that one as well. Cinema. Yes. And the other one you mentioned. Oh, good. 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 Then we can continue with the podcast. Zero out of ten. <laughs> My hat has come off of my head. 
I'm sorry, what were we saying? Oh, rate the film, Kelly. Oh, 10 out of 10. Oh, God, thank you. Huzzah! Think. Huzzah! Excelsior! <laughs> Raise a glass to Kelly, please. Here, here. Like from Hamilton. <laughs> Raise a glass to Kelly. Oh, he said he would do it. <laughs> I said I would sing. Scott? What? <laughs> uh... As a spoof. Yes, of course. Whoa, 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 wait, wait, wait. Spoof? What? What is this spoof <laughs> what that you spoof talk of? Mean? Zero out of ten. No. Oh, no. Is that good well, or bad? For the I believe. Let me look it up on Urban serious. Dictionary. <laughs> Kelly, while you're looking it up on Urban Dictionary, I will also look it up on FreeDictionary.com. And while I'm at it, I'll look up Deal as well. <laughs> yes, well, I was so confused by that, and that never was addressed. Thank you, Kelly. <laughs> I believe it's called Short Language. Slanguage. <laughs> Unfamiliar to my ears. Rate it as a film as well, Scott. Ah, I shall. As a film. Ooh. Ten out of ten. <gasps> oh, <laughs> yes. I am most excited. Thank you. Thank you. I agreed earlier with my review. <laughs> I shall rate it. Now, I'm going to first rate it similar to you. I'll rate it as a sp- Boof, as you say. I don't quite understand the meaning of the language, but I don't know if I need to to rate it as What such. if I said rate it as a goof? Well, of course, as a goof, it's zero out of ten. What a... How do you not know what deal is, but you know what spoof and goof is? No, I don't know what spoof is, but I do know what goof is. Spoof. <laughs> a humorous imitation of something, typically a film or particular genre of film, <sighs> in which Sounds... its characteristic features are exaggerated for comic effect. Oh... Sounds Most low brow. Beneath me. Used in a sentence, a Robin Hood spoof. Ugh, this agrees with me not. Zero out of ten. Citizen Kane is no spoof of mine. As a film, though. Ooh. <laughs> ten out of ten. Oh! And that is my actual rating for the film. As opposed to mine, which is what? A <laughs> fake rating, you some, say? You, you talked some trash, as they say on the streets about the film earlier. It was constructive criticism. Oh, good. I'll, they'll go back and re-edit it. Yes, I'm sure. They shall if I decree it. <laughs> okay. Well, we'll dig up Orson Welles' dead corpse, I suppose. He'll do that wine commercial again, too. Poddington? Yes, master? <laughs> Come over here, son. Come that over here. We'll do. I need you to do go d- gather a shovel and go go find the the gravesite of Orson Welles. You see, uh, <laughs> <laughs> you can say no if you don't want to do it. Wow, you are most forgiving to your uh, intern. I, like, I like to give him a break once in a while. He's been working for f- hundred hours. This Poddington, week. take the shovel, but you must finish mixing our show first. <laughs> yes, steaks. <laughs> Okay, thank you. <laughs> Poddington 2, get out of here. <laughs> Poddington, quit doing laps around the microphones, please. <laughs> As it, are we done rating it? <laughs> I believe we are. I believe we are. Now, Martin. Uh, well, what is it, Kelly? With your new concerto moniker, do you happen to have a song for us? I do, but of course I need to pull it up in my my notebook of my own, I believe. Ah, yes. Well, is it a treble clef or a bass clef? Scroll. Your grimace. 
My he, goodness, he's lost in his many leather-bound notes. He can't seem to... He seems to be uh, scrolling, as it were, through his notebook in a most frantic fashion. Please, lick your finger. You'll I'm, burn I'm it looking, otherwise. I'm looking to vamp a little bit, boys. Vamp a little bit. <laughs> I titled it He as seems most flustered. He's quite flustered. For some reason, I titled this week's uh, concerto as the title of the song, making it extremely difficult to search for in my notes. I said, you simply turned to the page you wrote it upon. Mm-hmm. What are you talking of this, these search terms? Well, you see, I title at the top of each page of my notes in my... Does your my, notebook not have an appendix? It does not. It does not. I, I do not go far enough into appendix mode, as they say. I simply write the title oh, at the top of the page. Mode. <laughs> Truly a left brain. <laughs> a left brain, as it were. As we all know, as all, us men of high standing know, appendix mode is when, is when you... <laughs> Gentlemen... Actually, now that I bring it up, I remember you it's did have sort your of like appendix beast removed. Mode. Sorry, I oh, said to throw oh, that in there. Sorry for the frivolity. Too many, frivolity. Too many comments on this, gentlemen. This week's concerto is, of course, an excerpt from Pierre Gint. The excerpt is titled "In the Hall of the Mountain King." I shall play it for us. St. Martin, lay it on me. While I was listening to that concerto, I did begin to wonder, I've never asked you before, of which region do you come from? Of course, I come from Brooklyn, New York, you see, the America. Before before they they became the states, they were the 13 original colonies, and my ancestors come from there, of course. Our accents carried on for years. Moving on from regions. For this week's piece of music, we reviewed Pier Gint by Edvard Grieg, a symphony which was created as an accompaniment to the play of the same name. It premiered in 1876. This piece features the famous In the Hall of the Mountain King, which we played a little excerpt for you. This shows up in Act Two of the piece and has appeared in many pieces of modern popular culture. Such rich detail you've given us, Martin. Of course. I've done the deepest of digging. I went to the Library of Congress. The deepest of digging. I, of course, went to the library in Wembley Stadium, you might say. Now, you went to the library of Minas Tirith. Yes, where there were many leather-bound books that were quite dusty. I had to dust them off. I needed a candle to read them by, and of course I read out loud for... Many days I spent reading these ponderous tomes. Yes, as they would say. A grandpa, get out of here! <laughs> He's back again. We want you not in this podcast studio. This piece was written over the course of a decade. Grieg extracted eight movements to create two separate four-movement suites. He was Norwegian, born in 1843, and he used... Not of this century, or... A different one also. (laughs) It is, of course, 2008, and so this was a different century. Ah, The year of the financial crisis. (laughs) 
there! <laughs> I care not of such things. Do you remember when the President of the United States gave us more money for our mistakes? <laughs> That's right, for we are the big banks. I was confused by that statement, but then I remembered who we are, the rich guys. We are, of course, every rich guy in the world. <laughs> you, you, and me. And that, of course, is our novelty song segment for the week, gentlemen. Unless you have Concerto. more... Concerto. Sorry. What I like about that song is it starts kind of quiet, yes. right? Right. Dun, 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 and then, then, then it's a little Perhaps if I wait a bit longer, a little bit louder now, a little bit louder now, and 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 that's what I like about that song. That's quite good. You're correct. Those are good reasons to like that song. It's one of my personal favorite concertos, of course. No. Not novelty songs, like I said incorrectly before. <laughs> Martin, what is a novelty song? I'd... I've learned what a spoof is from this urbane dictionary. But trivial, uh... trivial. Martin, do you have an item of curiosity for us? Why, Kelleth? I, of course. Kelword. <laughs> Sorry, Kelword? I, of course, do word have a novelty. It's like that show on HBO or Showtime or whatever about the lesbians. <laughs> Kelword. <laughs> but the Kelword. But all about different people named Kelly? Yes. For this week's product, I did. I went far and wide. You see, I traveled across the land. I went to the furthest places to find an item of curiosity for us to discuss, something that none of us would have ever seen before, a brand new object that we, of course, have no previous experience with. And so, of course, I have purchased... They're called... Um, oh, what a... Lays for an object oddity. to my eyes. They Such bright yellow, it burns me so. Ooh, oh, oh, shield, oh, shield your eyes. No, thank you. They are called Lay's potato chips. They are some kind of snack. Are, what is? Say that again. It's a it's a chip made of potato. You see, Lyles Lay's L A Y Lyles potato. I'd like to go. I'd like to go. Lay's. Okay, though. <laughs> Let me do it. I'll do, I'll, wait. Here, Perhaps be, to understand the pronunciation, I should do my character. Uh, poor guy Larry. Poor, poor guy, guy Larry. Larry. Lay's potato chips. Would you like a Lay's potato chip, poor guy Larry? Gee, I sure would. I have them every day, boss. Uh, I'll try to open. There's no obvious way to open this, so I will simply... I will just do my best to try to... Take your finger and your thumb. Martin. Stop being savage. I'm tempting to open this. The savagery shall not stand, Pull it from the man. sides, you numbskull. Oh, from the top. And like oh. that... <laughs> and like that, poor guy Larry can enjoy himself. One of my mother-in-laws treat. was quite poor, so I know a thing or two about bags. Was that your third wife, the one with the syphilis? Why? 
Would you bring I say, up something Martin, about again someone who these... might happen upon our play button? It's almost as if you're out interwebs. to make this an awkward experience for all. Try a chip, Kelly. This will make you feel better. Uh, uh, you yes. don't. You guys don't mind if I eat this right next to this here microphone, do ye? Poor guy, Larry. I believe that would sound quite interesting on the microphone. There's these these videos on the YouTube.com I see titled ASMR videos where people enjoy listening to people eat. So I guess have at it, I do poor believe guy. it's asthma. Ah, yes, I've had some asthma before. Cause what do you? What do, <laughs> you make a face as though that's a double entendre, and I. I, I I do want to know what you intend to mean by it. You see, I have much mirth in my ass, and that is called asthma. It's like what they gave to Jesus on his birthday Mm. with the frankincense. What they gave to Jesus? You mean my ancestors? (laughs) What do you mean they people? (laughs) How dare you call them the they? They had names, Scott. Yes, and they were commoner number one, (laughs) commoner number two, and king with the gold... <laughs> I don't understand the. I'm very much lost here. I don't understand. I thought it was very classically known. It was three kings. We friends. three kings. Okay. Shall of your favorite word, frankincense. No, no. no the we three kings of. Oh boy, I don't know the word. <laughs> I'm blanking as they it's say. It's your favorite word. The Deal? same as the express. The Orient. Yes. <laughs> My favorite. You love to say it. We have not discussed these potato chips. I also wanted to point out that they are a party pack size, which I don't know what that is, a party. What what could that be? I have never heard of such a word before. Uh, You've never had a gathering before? Festive gathering? A gathering? Who would I... A gathering of what? Of flies around ointment? You stand in your large chamber and scream to your wife across the ballroom. Well, she's working on her puzzles. I need not bother her. Her many puzzles. Yes. These chips. How else would we know she's bored? <laughs> These chips, they're salty like caviar, but they lack the the wealth. Yes, I need a little more wiggle in my food. I need a little more decadence in my food. I need butter and crackers. <laughs> <laughs> yes, the most lavish things a man can eat. Well, but I mean like gold butter and golden crackers, and of silver course. crackers. Smoke and, and bronze cheese. And caviar. And diamond rich bits. <laughs> Poor guy Larry, quit doing your rich guy impression. We don't have any time for that. It's I, rich guy Lawrence. <laughs> Larry, I, I do enjoy you so, but I shall call the police if you keep interrupting like this. I say I shall put my characters away. <laughs> thank you, thank you, Scott. I, I always get confused on whether you are real or your characters are I real. I shall regain my composure. Thank you, thank you so much. Well, gentlemen, that is going to do it for us this week, I believe, on cinema concertos and items of curiosity, of course. Nailed it, my good I have. Thanks for listening. We very much enjoy your presence. You're welcome. Oh, no. You're... I have to... Oh, no. It's still recording. Leave this no! in. No! <laughs>